ready? Probably. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Review for Two. My name's Caroline. I'm Marco. And this is different. Ooh, How does it feel? It's a little weird, to yeah. be honest. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you want to just start over and have me Yeah, do yeah, okay. start over, start right. over. Hello, and Wait welcome. Wait a minute. <laughs> Welcome to Review for Two. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about video games that are fun to play with someone on the couch next to you or in a distant land far, far away. We do this because we are dating, and so yes. we often do want to play video games either next to each other or for a brief period in our relationship in a distant land of far, far away <laughs> Washington, D.C. It was pretty far. It, well, I mean, yeah. It wasn't really within walking distance, so I guess that counts as far. No, it would be painful to walk. But you could do it. You could. One could. Yes. And I in, could not. An individual mm-hmm. could walk from New York to... Well, there'd have to be a, a swimming portion, I guess. Why? Well, I guess there are bridges. Just That's go true. inland or something. Well, I mean, just like from Manhattan, you would have to cross water and i wasn't yeah you cross the bridge or the tunnel i forgot that bridges existed for a hot second <laughs> yes if you're on the island of manhattan psych you can't get out I, for some reason in my brain it was because you're walking you can't <laughs> take the bridge either so you have to swim oh brother and i'm pretty I'm sure i have to take i'm gonna have to walk across a bridge to the music festival that i'm working because there are no buses that go to that island Yikes. it's in between manhattan and Queens and the Bronx, and I'm gonna have to walk it. Can you bike? No, you can't bike. I you can't bike. bike. One could bike. One could bike. So, so one could. This is why you gotta learn how to bike. But then, where would I leave my bike? Inside this building. It's not a building. This building that we're currently in. No, no. no. When I go to the festival. oh, um, a tree. I don't know. I okay. didn't think that far well, ahead. Let's uh, get on with the actual show. Yes. So we are doing another grab bag episode. It was really fun to do the last one. So we found these three games, which we've played over the past like two to three years. That's impossible. No, Um, we haven't even known each other that long. Like one and a half years. And we realized that they were all kind of similar. So we wanted to play them and review them. So welcome to the co-op puzzle solving shape based grab bag episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And how. And how. Okay. What do we got up first? The first one that we're going to talk about is Badlands. And we are talking about the Game of the Year edition. Badlands started off as a app, like a game that you would play on your phone. And the Game of the Year edition is the one that's for console. Mm. And for like other some other platforms, I didn't and know that. that's cool. Yeah, um, it was released in May of 2015 for the consoles, and uh, it was released for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, Xbox One, Wii U, Steam, which I guess is like Steam, any PC or Mac, pretty much uh, Windows OS X. So basically anything with a screen. Yeah, and it was developed and published by Frog Mind Games. Indeed. Indeed, it was. What do you think of this game? I liked it. It was... So this game was basically angsty Flappy Bird. Yeah. You, that's what they said it was, like, in Wikipedia. Yeah. You basically... You have a orb-shaped creature with wings and one to three eyes. 
And you press and hold the A button, or I imagine you press and hold the screen if it's on mobile, in order to go higher, and you release in order to go lower. And you basically just have to change your elevation to avoid obstacles or pick up power-ups and make it to the end of the screen. Mm -hmm. So it's Flappy Bird, but with power-ups and a lot more level diversity. Yeah, it's like creepy Flappy Bird. Yeah, so you're you're this weird clone thing, and you can pick up power-ups that make more of you. So at any given... You start out the game controlling one clone, and then if you pick up a power-up, he duplicates, so you have two clones. It's a specific power-up. Yeah, if you pick up the clone power-up, you're controlling two clones. And the input is the same for both clones. Like, if you press A, they're going to move in tandem. Mm-hmm. But since they will occupy different parts of the screen, they will kind of act differently because, you know, if you make one go up to dodge an obstacle and the other one is a little bit too high and bounces off a top obstacle, then they'll be in completely different places. And so mm-hmm. you kind of have to juggle which one you're controlling. And there is no limit to how many clones you can have. There was one. There's one power-up that just makes 15 clones. Mm-hmm. So there were some points where we were each controlling maybe 20 characters on this screen. And yeah. the input is simple enough that you can do that. But it's also kind of chaotic to try and do that. You lose a lot of clones <clears throat> along the way. Yeah. I thought it was very fun because it was very unique like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've encountered a lot of games where you are controlling 20 simultaneous characters. Mm-hmm. Even if it is, you know, such a simple input scheme and they're all doing the exact same thing. I think it afforded a lot of interesting problem solving, uh, like puzzle solving uh, situations. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really liked about this game is that it managed to take a simple concept and make a lot of different situations. So sometimes you would have one clone and one clone only, and you would have to get that single clone to the end of the map. And so it would be a lot more precision platforming. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you would have 40 clones, and you really only need to get one to the end of the map, and 39 of them are going to die by the time you get there. Right. So it's essentially just, you move your horde, and you just have to make sure one gets through. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. But you also yeah. do get more points or, you know, it keeps track of how many clones you do get to the end of each level. So if you are, you know, into completionist nonsense, you can mm-hmm. try and get the maximum number of clones to the end of the course per level. Yeah. I thought it was very fun. There is a good co-op mode where you each control a clone. And then if one person dies, when you pick up the clone power up, it'll spawn the other person back into the game. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you will each make duplicates of yourself. So you're each controlling half of the clones, which is very good because that way it's not like if one person dies, they just sit and watch. It's a way to keep both people engaged and make it so even if you die and you're not playing, you can still come back in really quickly. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a great game. I would definitely recommend getting it. There are a lot of levels so it'll keep you entertained for a while and apparently you can play it on an etch-a-sketch even so you know have <laughs> that would fun be cute. that would be cute what happens if you shake it what did you think yeah i thought it was really cute the first time i was i encountered this game was actually watching some people play it um back when they weren't on twitch actually so it was like a facebook live or it was Ugh. i mean not facebook live a youtube live or like it was just posted the day after. So I've known about it for a while and I've wanted to play with you for a while. And yeah, I really like this game. I think it's really unique. It's really fun to play with somebody else. It does cost money, but it's not incredibly expensive. So I highly recommend it. Awesome. Yeah. 
Cool. Question time? Yeah. What was your favorite level? I don't know if I have one in particular. The ones that are the most frustrating are the ones where if you die, you respawn at the beginning of the level. Like, it's a one shot to get through it. But I really liked the ones where we would get like a million clones and then get the time slowdown power up. So that we were like trying to get to the end and we were all kind of crawling there. But it was like 500 of us trying to get there. That was really cute. That's fun. Yeah. Mine is actually very similar to yours, but kind of the inverse. Uh My favorite was the ones where we got the mini clones power up and we were controlling like 50 characters. Mm -hmm. And then time sped up. Mm. So we were all going super, super fast and just zipping across the screen. And every half a second, you would lose three clones to a giant boulder and three clones to a buzzsaw. And so it felt like you were controlling a swarm of bees, basically. Mm -hmm. And it was just a weird mad sprint to get at least one of them through. And sometimes it would be just one of them that makes it through the gauntlet of buzzsaws and spikes. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. Who's your favorite clone? I think I was playing as Snorf. Is that correct? Yeah, I have no idea what they're called. Yeah. The clones don't really act differently. No. Really, the only difference is how many eyes your clone has. Mm-hmm. Or I think one of them's asleep the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. I, Mine had one eye. Yeah. I picked the clones with I picked the clone with three eyes because that way I could see thrice as good. Right. Didn't really help keep them alive, but no. you know. It was fun. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Alright. Ready to move on to the next game? Yeah, what are we talking about next? Next, we are talking about Kalimba. Tell me about Kalimba. Well, we have moved on from circular blob-type creatures to totem pole-style tiki creatures in this Mm -hmm. one. So Kalimba was released in late 2014 for the Xbox One, Windows, and iOS. Uh, It was released by Press Play and published by Microsoft Studios. It is a it is another puzzle solving platformer game. This one is not a Flappy Bird ripoff. Uh, this one is more of your standard platformer. So you're on the left side of the screen and you're trying to get to the right side of the screen. Mm-hmm. But the catch is that you are each controlling one or eventually two little tiki guys. Yeah. And so you need to stack them on top of each other and. Get over whatever specific hurdle is in your way by creatively stacking them and getting one particular guy to one particular zone. This one actually had something in common with Badland, which was you were controlling two little tiki guys and the input would do the same thing for both guys. Mm -hmm. So because they were standing either next to or on top of each other, the same input would have different results. And so you kind of had to strategically plan out what you'd be doing. Yeah. What'd you think? I really love Kalimba. Again, I watched somebody play it, and that's how I was introduced to it. But it is really fun and cute and colorful. I didn't think it was too challenging. There were parts when we were, like, struggling a little bit, but it's really fun to get through. It is, I think it's free, but you can buy more levels. Mm. There are definitely levels that we haven't played through, because... You have to buy them. But yeah, it's really cute. There's a lot of different like interesting puzzles that I wouldn't have thought of. Like there's parts of the map that are like dropper map and then parts where you have to like be sandwiched in between the other person because you can like jump on top of them or through them. It's yeah, it's just really fun. And if you try to play this by yourself, it's very difficult. What'd you think? I really liked it. 
as well. This one was different from Badland in that Badland was a lot more execution focused. Mm -hmm. So it was more, you know, you have to be good enough at the particular game with reflexes and all that stuff in order to make it to the end of the level. This one was a lot more strategy and puzzle based. So a lot of the times you would basically just be in a pit or you would have a cliff in front of you that you needed to get to the top of. And so it was less press the button at the right time in order to get the thing and more, all right, let's figure out how we get the red guy up there. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a sort of different style of puzzle solving, but it was very fun. It was very good to play with you because it was a very good co-op puzzle solver game. Yeah. And again, the kind of way that the control scheme was spread across two characters, but then you also stacked on top of each other was a unique kind of puzzle solving experience. Yeah. On to the questions. What was your favorite level? My favorite level was, I think, one of the actual, one of the only execution heavy levels in this game. Throughout the game, each person was controlling a specific color of tiki. So I think Caroline chose the red one and I chose the blue one. And there were certain puzzles where there was a red or blue gel in the way. And so only that corresponding color of tiki could pass through it safely. Mm -hmm. So there were a couple of puzzles where there were four different tunnels and you could only fit one tiki per tunnel. So you had to find a way to stack them and make make each tiki go through the tunnel that they were able to go through without getting killed by the gel. Mm -hmm. And then there was a point halfway through where you kind of had to time your jumps correctly so that they switched tunnels that part was fun yeah no that was really fun and there were parts where like i would be on your head and there would kind of be like a mountain range of your color and so we'd have to like time the jumps correctly so i would jump over the blue but then like jump again right away and you had to jump while i was jumping yeah or like caroline was on top of both of my characters so i had to jump and then jump again so that my Mm -hmm. first character jumped off of my second character and then she had to jump so that they were both clear of the blue mountain and then landed back when it got back down again yeah that was that was fun that one and i do like the dropper ones anything else to say about kalimba I think that about sums it up. It was a very fun game. You should give it a try. I recommend it. Yeah, it's something new and fun. And if you have someone you like playing video games with, go for it. Yeah. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next. On to the next. Death Squared. And so, dear listener, we have completed our transition (laughs) from two-dimensional circle to three-dimensional cube. Gone are the round edges of yesteryear. (laughs) Now are only the six-sided shapes of our one, two, three, or four-eyed cube monstrosity robot guys. Death Squared was created in late 2017, early 2018. It was released for Windows, Mac, Switch, Xbox One, PS4, iOS, and Android. So anything you could get your hands on in 2018. And it was published and developed by SMG Studios. It is also a puzzle game, but it was more about getting to an objective on a map. (laughs) I'm trying to like explain this well. And you each had to get to like your own point on the map and figure out how to get there by jumping on someone, switching off like a trigger. So you weren't going like left to right through a map. You It was right all in front of you and you had to get to like... Like a chess board, basically. You had an orthogonal view of a chess board. Yeah. And you basically had to each get to a specific point on that board in order to 
basically past the level. And then your guys would do a little happy robot dance and you'd move on to the next level. Yeah. My and favorite part is when we would just keep blinking at each other. Yeah. So you can do little emotes, but the emotes are just, your, your robots kind of levitate off the ground a little bit. And so one emote is that you just fall on the ground and go to sleep. Another one is you just open and close your eyes. And so whenever one of us was where we needed to be and we were waiting for the other one to get there, we would just kind of blink at them until they finished (laughs) their objective. Yeah. It was cute. It was really cute. Yeah, this game was very cute. However, (laughs) oh boy, caveat is I had a lot of fun playing with you, but there was a part where we, um, as, as happens in a lot of the games that we play, we get competitive and decide to kill each other which is something that can happen just to be clear this is a 100 percent co-op game yeah there is no way to succeed without the other person no so by killing each other all we accomplished was resetting the level and making us both do everything over again yeah and it would count the number of times that we died (laughs) and then make a snarky comment about it later but i did really like this game yeah and i thought that it was cute very well done and difficult like a yeah. lot of it was challenging. So I think we got to level 25 out of, I think there's like 100 levels. There's a lot of levels. And it was it was hard to get there. It was like really tough. So, But I would definitely recommend it. And you should play it with all of your friends or one of your friends. All of your friends one at a time. Yeah. What do you think? This one was definitely on the other end of the Badland Columbus spectrum of execution versus puzzle solving. So Badland was mostly execution. Kalimbo was a little bit of both. This one was definitely a lot more think about it, take your time, go slow puzzle solving. I don't Mm -hmm. think there were any parts where it was dependent on our ability to time our jumps correctly or anything like that. It was all just figuring out how the course reacted to us moving and how Mm -hmm. we needed to go across the thing. So I think as a whole, these three games really play well together and... If you had all three of these kind of ready to play at any given time, it would be really good for, do I just want to play aggressive Flappy Bird or do I want to sit down and think and have these cubes play out a very complicated robot chess dance? Mm -hmm. So I definitely like this game. I think it is also something that is very fun to play, but it is hard. Yeah. So make sure you play it with someone that you like or else (laughs) you might just end up blowing each other up with a laser. Yeah. Repeatedly. 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 Or spikes. Or spikes. Yeah. Repeatedly. What was your favorite level? There was one level that had a lot of verticality, mm-hmm. and there were a couple of hidden tunnels almost. So mm-hmm. you couldn't really rotate your view of the map, but there was one there sometimes they had several levels, and there was one part where you would drop down and then go up into the course and kind of squirrel your way around a hidden tunnel. I thought that was just a very unique and fun level. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was an interesting take on puzzle solving. Yeah. I like the levels with the spikes because you would step on a trigger and then the spikes would show up in specific places. So then you had to figure out like, okay, if this person moves up two spots and I step on the spike, which is also the trigger to like, it's also the trigger of like my point that I have to get to. How does this person get around them? Do I step off and then step back on like a second later because they also have spikes. So that one was really good. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite moment of gameplay in this game? I think just when we kept killing each other with lasers. Yeah. And winking at each other. This was another game where there were color-coded lasers. So I could... 
be the blue guy, and if I stepped in front of the blue laser, theoretically, I was blocking it to afford Caroline safe passage. Mm -hmm. In practice, I was blocking it until Caroline got halfway through her passage, and then I would move and blow her up with the laser. So mean. So that when she died ten times and we eventually solved the puzzle... The little robot guy and the little testy guy at the end would be like, hmm, good job, Blue. Red, not too great. Maybe you better pick it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was usually the other way around. I would just like Whoa. to tell you right now. It was usually I did the best. Whoa. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> anyway, that's, I think, yeah, yeah, that's it. So this one, Death Squared, also a great game. You yeah. should definitely pick it up. Something fun to just keep in mind when you want to do some real thought-hardened puzzle solving. <laughs> yeah. I think all of these would be really fun for you guys. And yeah, let us know in the comments if you like them. Yeah. That's, That's all I got. You don't have anything else? No. All right. It's a short episode this week, guys. Feel we're, free to... We're not even in this country. Don't tell them that. We're in this country. Our massive army of fan might <laughs> hunt us down. True. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Email be sure to us. like, comment, Review. subscribe. We fixed our Twitter so you can easily easily find us. I forgot how to speak words good. Do you want to go play Badlands now? I think we should, because we have two TVs. Yeah, and we should play Badland on one, Kalimba on the other, and try to play them at the same time. Well, we also have a PC, and I think at least one of these games we can play, at least I think all of these games we can play on a PC. So yeah. we should put the computer in the middle on our coffee table okay. and try and play all three games at once. I only have two arms. I know. Use, use your feet. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. All right. See ya. Tune in next time for the Let's Play of us trying to play games <laughs> with our feet. Bye. 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 Ooh, yeah, baby. Ooh, kill him. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What?